Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. All right. Hey, folks. How are we doing? This is Tiki Central Canada. And uh, yes, I'm your host, Craig Stevens, as usual. And I also have my co-host, as usual, Mark, doing today. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Cool. So we're actually doing some special episodes for the Made with Love competition here in Ottawa on April 1st, which is a Monday. That's going to be at the Hug Culture Building in TD Place, which is in Ottawa. And it's from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. And what this is, is actually is a national competition of mixologists and bartenders competition. So the best of the best. And so we're going to see a lot of that on April 1st. We're going to see a lot of cool drinks and some food as well. And so today on the show, we have Shane. How are we doing, Shane? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good, good, good. So it's later on in the day, so Shane's having his beer. Of course. The bartenders in the morning were more about coffee, coffee, coffee. So they, I know it's later on in the day, it's like, no, no, the beer comes out now. Coffee time's over. That's it, coffee time's over. Cool. So just tell us a little bit about you and uh, your place that you work. All right. So yeah, I'm uh, Shane Gifford. Uh, I work at Jabberwocky uh, Bar at Somerset Street in Centertown of Ottawa. It's uh, just in between like Bank and Algon, closer to the bank section. Nice. Um, we're on the top floor of another two restaurants below us. So uh, where the restaurants below you, just by the way? Um, it's good. They're called Union 613, and then in the basement they have the speakeasy that's called the staff room. Oh, and then, nice. Uh, we're called Jabberwock in the top floor. Uh, we're a vegan cocktail bar. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we do uh, all vegan snacks. Um, that's a, that's very unique. In, in, in yeah, exactly. It's a different, different thing for the city for right now. Um, we do a lot of cocktails. Our list has about 25 cocktails on it right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, it changes about two weeks or three weeks no for way. the one-year that, kind of anniversary. That wow. Um, yeah, we've d- changed it twice since we've opened. Um, the morning anniversary is coming up in April, so that's when we're going to do a new list for the springtime. Wow. Uh, yeah, so we do five that's snacks on a weekly, just all vegan-based. All the drinks are vegetarian because we do use some uh, like honey, that kind of aspect in some of the cocktails. So. Oh, wow. And like, that's the thing. I, I, I think that we're seeing in a lot of the bar and restaurant businesses that people now have to make sure that their menu fits, you know, like gluten-free, allergies, uh, vegans, vegetarians, and that that's the way everyone needs to go on their menus now. Yeah, you just got to appeal to so many different different types of people now. It's just you got to have a market an option for, for everything. Yeah, and there's, a, there's a market for it, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's actually a place, I think it's called the Green Room, which if I, if I might be wrong. It's actually a, a kitchen restaurant that actually does a lot of uh, vegan and uh, vegetarian meals. I can't remember what it's called now, but I think I'm pretty sure it's called The Green Room, which is actually down near the canal. And uh, my mommy's taking me there, and it's great because basically everything there is made from scratch. Like, There's one there that's, uh, I think it's called, oh, geez. <laughs> it's on Main Street, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little, like, vegan, uh, vegetarian, like, serve yourself kind of, like, cafeteria almost. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's like, that's a green room, I think. The Green Door. The Green Door. Oh, okay, that's what yeah, it's yeah, called, yeah. 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 And then you guys, of course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we just do about five, six dishes, and they're all, like, we do them behind the bar as well. So there's, there's short, or small staff, there's four, four of us, five of us sometimes. Yeah. But on average, about three of us working, one on food, one on the floor, one on the bar. Wow. What's the capacity of that restaurant? Uh, 45, sit down. And nice. So a nice 60. little kind of secluded place. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. 
It's very awesome. Nice bright space compared to like the, the places below us. It's just they all kind of have different different feels to them. So it's exactly. It's so you can actually house. go visit all three of them if you exactly. want to. Exactly. Most people try to hit all three levels while they're there. So. No way. Yeah. That's cool. Awesome. So is this your first time doing this competition? Um, I've done the qualifiers before. Uh, I never made it through. So this is the first time doing the, oh, the nice. finals of Ottawa. So. What did you get for your black box? Uh, the black box this year I got rum. Oh, the yeah. Floricana. The Floricana. And yeah. so what did you end up doing with the Florida Canna? What did you actually the other green that you got? Um, so it was, yeah, it was Florida Canna and then uh, Tangerines. Uh, oh, yeah. We were, we were actually the last to go. I mean, I was working that night. I, I tend to be late to a lot of things. <laughs> so I uh, missed my first calling, I guess. Uh, so that's they ended a bartender up just thing. At, just putting me at the end because that's when I, I guess I ended up showing up. So when we went, actually, we got Tangerines. Oh, nice. I got like two, two or three in my box to make the three cocktails. Um, and then the, there's no tangerines left behind. There was one lemon. <laughs> so and me and I, I went with like my good buddy Sammy from Belmont. And we were just like kind of playing around with it. And I went to go grab the lemons or, and another tangerine. And he's got like six tangerines and three lemons and like oh my little God. shit. <laughs> but it was all fun and games. So I ended up doing it with uh, as much tangerine juice as I could get. A little lemon. I ended up putting vermouth in it. Um, Angostura. Like tried to do like a, know, like a Trinidad sour aspect, but very, very quick. Yeah, sour seemed to be the big thing this year. I've noticed that. Yeah, that's big sours. It's a good cocktail. I mean, it's a good, like, fast cocktail thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And he actually, it's funny because you just mentioned Sammy. So I've noticed actually in this Maple Love competition, and this is like the third or fourth year that's been around Ottawa, is that all of a sudden all these bartenders get to know each other, and it's a well-knit community of bartenders that uh, kind of work together and to kind of promote cocktails in the region. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's quite fantastic how it's going. Like, I just moved back from Halifax about two years ago, yeah. and I was in Ottawa before that for, and I've been in I've worked everywhere. I've actually worked here for one. Oh, no. First the Earl, that's the Earl of Sussex, yeah, by yeah, the way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then when I came back from Halifax, the group had, like, since that's when Made With Love kind of had taken off here, and the, like people were actually more yeah. involved in it. Now the community's so much tighter than I expected it to be. Like, exactly. And I think fantastic. what it is, like I say to all the bartenders, it kind of brings out to people that are not in the industry, like, you know, just the common guy, actually awareness of like, oh, wow, there's amazing bars in Ottawa, and I didn't even know about them. Well, you'll get a lot of customers now, too, that come in, like, two of, like, some of my favorite customers. They'll go and be like, oh, I just went and saw Sammy at the Belmont. Oh, I just went and saw... And, like, they know, like, that we all hang out, so we have, they relate to, like, our lifestyle almost. And they can... Exactly. They, yeah. they ask how our weekend was with them, and it's nice to see the customers <laughs> are starting to get together. knowing everybody and how much we all get <laughs> nice. along, so... Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, are you self-taught, or did you go through a bartending program to get where you are? Like, how did you um, get to be where you are now? More self-taught. I did do hotel and restaurant management. Um, but I guess that was, geez, 12 years ago now. Yeah. Uh, I was working two spots at the time. I ended up dropping out. I was working overnights, and then a new restaurant that just opened. So, it ended up being more self-taught in the end. Like, no, no extra programs or courses like that. There's just the one that you do in that yeah. uh, program, which is just basic. Bartending yeah. stuff. Oh, cool. And then after cool. that, it's all just been kind of fun and games. Playing with other people and yeah, exactly. learning, learning stuff. off others, playing, reading, a lot of reading. Yeah, and that's one of the things actually yeah. that uh, I always tell all these bartenders coming up through the, the industry, and uh, also I, I teach a couple of classes over at Conquin, is that, that yeah, you know what? It's, it, there's reading involved. There's a lot yeah. of reading involved, and like also self taught, like going home and playing with different things and mixing them together and seeing what you get. Yeah, it's a lot of drinking. It's, and it's a lot of yeah, drinking. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a fun <laughs> thing to learn about, right? It's. <laughs> Great profession. It's yeah. Right, yeah, it's not like math or anything like that. It's, <laughs> it's right. Oh, God. Uh, an amazing amount of research is required. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and quotations there, Mark. <laughs> research. Yeah, yeah, it's it's research. probably the most products are popping up in this industry like you wouldn't believe, too. So you get, every day you can try something new. When you go to a bar, what, what's your favorite drink to order? I, I tend to honestly drink. I'm a, be, I'm a beer guy. I drink 
See, yeah. I'm not the only one. Some people are like, Craig, why do you drink bottled beer? You make cocktails. Why don't you drink cocktails all day? I'm like, you know what? Cause that's somewhat, it's not work, but I mean, I just want to go home and have a simple bottled beer, find a Heineken, a Stella, whatever, and just enjoy myself. Maybe some wine with that. Yeah, whatever, I mean, and just wine pay. with dinner, that kind of idea. Then, yeah. I mean, there's always shots, unfortunately, but that always ends up happening. <laughs> At the end of the night, that's right, <laughs> yeah. It tends to be a lot of Jameson, oh, or my favorite, Duff Gordon, but... Yeah, there we go. Oh, God. Um, but no, I would, if, I go, if I go out, I'd... I'll have a drink if I'm going out for like dinner. I'm going to chef night after this, so I'm gonna probably have a cocktail to start, and then I'll just go beer and wine for the rest. But nice. I, I, I like the classic, so my favorite's a Boulevardier. Uh, oh, there like you go. Little twists on bullies are kind of my my classics favorites. are coming back. Yeah, yeah, the, that's kind of my style of bartending too. Is riffs on all the classics. So nice, nice. So what uh, what drinks do you like making at your bar? Well, like I said, we got 25 on the list, so there's a few to choose from, but we te- we still tend to make. I, I probably make more off the list than I still tend to do on the list. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there ones that you hate to make? Because every bartender has that one. Like, oh god, okay. Oh, if I, whenever that. somebody asks for like a real Ramos. That's <laughs> 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 right. No, sorry, we don't <laughs> do that. Yeah, exactly. Well, here uh, at the pub, it's hilarious. So some people, can you make a pina colada? I'm like, we don't have blenders. It's a yeah. pub. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. We had a blender at, when we started. We actually did like a take on a Ramos, but we did the blender. We're like, no, uh, no way. No, no. Uh, especially because you know we like we can't use any cream or anything because we're, we're vegan. So the thickener aspect, the blender helped with that. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> never again. Oh we we put the blender back upstairs. Let's say that. So. Yeah, we don't have a blender. Sorry. Once they no. hear people start saying that, pina colada, margarita, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. We had the crushed ice machine for a little bit, too. That was... Oh, God. That's a pain in the ass. Nice. What ingredients do you like working with? Because um, like you said, you also have a very unique bar and ingredients that you guys are using. So what are some of the favorite ones you like working with? Right now... Uh, like we like to do a lot of boot, like boost forward stuff. Yeah. Um, but we did just get like a spins all and all that fun stuff. So we've been like doing a lot of clarifying. So we had some fun stuff. Like I mean, I tend to make the classic. That's my idea. Like my, I like playing with Shinar is probably my favorite ingredient. Nice. Um, yeah, I like that aspect. So it's tough when I got Campari for this for this oh, round. Oh no, that's right. It's like fighting with my favorite there thing. Oh, Jungle Bird, yeah. Jungle Bird. There's a drink for you there, <laughs> right there. Uh, so uh, sh- actually, because so Shane, you just mentioned as we before we recorded that you guys at your location actually make all your own pops yeah, and so, infusions and stuff. Yeah, so like for the restaurants, I make a ginger beer, tamarind jalapeno, cola, tonic, root beer as like our like our house pops. Wow! So they're all done like in a syrup aspect, and then we have like soda on tap to top it up. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Are you guys finding because like one of the things I've heard this year that's supposed to be the in thing is this year is infused sodas. I don't know if you guys are in- hearing anything about that. No, oh, I mean like that's uh, that's how our sodas are kind of made, right? I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. Ma- like, You're I'm using them. Yeah. I made cola yesterday, and there's so many different like roots that kind oh, of okay, idea cool. put into it. Well, we do a lot like doing a lot of fusing upstairs. Uh, the guy I work with, Tristan, he's fantastic. Like palate, like I've never worked with before. Uh, he just put uh, like he's doing like an idea on the PP and J. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no but he way. did that with uh, Spinzol and like Straga bananas, and it just is it's fantastic. Like some of the wow. stuff is just super cool, but. So, from this competition now, do you find that um, it's more fun-oriented for you, or are you finding it more the stress of the comp- competition? Oh, uh, more the fun aspect. The stress, uh, I got enough stress at the restaurant already, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to throw that on your boss is not listening. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. No, this one's more fun. Just play around some stuff, let people see what, like, Jabberwocky is pretty new, too, so this is a, an idea to see, like, what kind of, what kind of thing we do. Yeah. So... It's amazing. So, uh, uh, for your booth, like, what are you guys doing for your booth? 
Um, we're going to do, kind of keep it simple, kind of like the restaurant idea. Um, restaurant is like a nice dark interior. It's, it's named after the uh, Lewis Carroll's poem. So we have like taxidermied like uh, animals in the wall, like a bat, cricket. It's like all like Whoa. with like, lights behind them. Uh, we have like curtains that drape. So the booth will just be pretty simple. We play black and white kind of films on projector on the wall. Wow. Um, yeah, very kind of, it's all like nicely made tables, all stuff custom built for it. So the bar is like this. 20 foot long, beautiful, straight edge piece of wood. Like it's wow. This is your idea of simple? I'd say it well, doesn't no, sound no, simple. It's going to be like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's going to look like, a, you know, just like more like a classic, not like a lot of, a sh- not a big show around. Not a lot of flair thrown yeah, here and there. It's going to be yeah. like elegant, I guess, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got this standing there as well. So there yeah. goes the elegant. Sounds like it's going to be wondrous. Oh yeah, my God. And that's the thing I, I've been telling all these bartenders. It seems like, like, like uh, I went to last year's competition, and the booths, there were some de- decorative stuff for the most part, but most of the booths were pretty well just standard booths. They weren't yeah. anything fancy. This year, I mean, people are talking about bringing in contractors and architects oh, and trees and, <laughs> and poles and building bars right on the site. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be elaborate. This is going to be insane. Yeah. Seems like it was just taking it from last year and just like raised it another bar level, like all together. See, I had to work last year, so I didn't get to make it. So I'm going in this like blind. I don't even like. So in my head, I have no idea what I'm gonna walk into. Like, yeah, I'm, exactly. I say pretty simple, and then yeah, we're talking about this. I've talked to some of the guys. I'm like, what the hell? That's right. Shane's running around at four o'clock. Okay, quick, yeah. get the get the projector going. Let's yeah, go. Wa- let's go. I'm waking up at four o'clock. Like. <laughs> oh no! no Someone no, actually building yeah. your booth. I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. Oh my god. No, no, we're ready. <laughs> oh god. So, so obviously you've been around the block. So where do you see cocktails going in the region? Like we talk about in the past and a lot of these bartenders I've talked to, like obviously you go to places like Toronto or Montreal or New York or wherever, they're obviously well-established bars. There's a lot of mixologists in those, in those regions because obviously the, the volume is there. But Ottawa is a smaller community. And so where do you see bartending going, sorry, cocktails in general going in the Ottawa region? This, obviously this competition is actually helping to kind of boost the, the awareness of it. But where do you see it going from here? That's a tough one. I know. Everyone, I was like, "Damn, man!" There's always I mean, like one tough question in the whole competition, the whole thing. That, I mean, it's 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 great to see the way it's going forward. Obviously, like it's yeah. advancing. Everyone's getting into it. But when we when we do this, it kind of shoots us in the foot because you can't you can, then you can't start playing with these higher end ingredients to elevate your cocktails because people don't want to pay yeah. the money. You got people doing cocktails like the same ideas with different spirits, like not in my opinion, not that don't always balance as best, but yeah. for a price point. You have to, you have to do that. Other what people, I can, go, I can go get the same drink for ten dollars down the street. Yeah, exactly. It's not the same drink, but. And I think that's one of the things actually, because it's hilarious. Is I, I, I never thought about that until I actually started making drinks, and then actually price pointing out the drink, and it's like, great, this is an amazing drink, but it's going to cost a person twenty dollars to, to buy yeah. this drink. So I have to somehow make it so that it's feasible. Like, okay, it's ten dollars or maybe twelve dollars for that cocktail, and it's not as elaborate as I want it to be, but it's it's still a good yeah. cocktail. That's the good thing about like with our list having twenty five, you can play around with the price points a little bit because you have some that are you know on the lower spectrum, some that are on the higher, so you can bring you can balance the price range. Exactly. You know, a certain yeah. idea, but it's tough when you're going like with a five cocktail menu. The, yeah, exactly. Like, and you're putting all this time and effort into it, like the labor on top of it. People don't think about like to make all your own stuff. Yeah, because you guys, like you said, you make your own pops, your own yeah. syrups. It's that's time in, in, you know, that takes time. That's about 10 hours of my week, yeah, in the kitchen. Right. Like, which and is also te- in their way. And, like, well, you think about it, that's 10 hours that are, that's on the payroll that's not, yeah. nothing has happened yet. Yeah. And, <laughs> that's, and that's not even, like, we don't put that in the cost of the cocktail. We just do it on a bit. But Exactly, yeah. It gets incorporated it into whatever, yeah. And that's the same thing. Like, the cocktails you guys are going to see, by the way, at this Maple Love competition, it's like, I, I tell people, it's almost like when you go to a fashion show. And you see those the, the, these unique outfits on the fashion show. 
you're not going to see them on the street. So it's the same thing. These cocktails you're going to see here, it's more of a showcase of you guys, the mixologists, yeah. and what you guys can do. You're not probably going to see a lot of these cocktails on a regular menu because it's just t- too time-consuming exactly, and yeah. intense. Yeah, I mean, with people are planning a month for this one one night, one drink. You know, exactly. Like so can imagine if you try to do this on a yeah. Friday night, you know, and yeah. you've got like 80, you got to make back to back, you know, yeah. at like peak time. Exactly. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah <laughs> reprep every morning, and that's yeah, this time killing yourself. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, if you have any idea, how do you explain to people that? these drinks will cost a little bit more because we're using real stuff and it takes real time with real mixologists. You just said it. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I have a very, like, I have a very to there, yeah. sarcastic <laughs> style of service with customers. So if it, if people do cause a stink about it, I'll bring it in in that sort of sense. And then, you know, in a, in a this is labor intense. This is a lot of, yeah, uh, like, I mean, it's me, like a lot of me doing like I do it. So I can be like, all right, you're cut off after your third, like dark and stormy there. Cause that takes me four hours to make that syrup. <laughs> like, you're done. <laughs> like, my, the guy who does a lot of our food prep upstairs, he likes to use the ginger syrup and stuff. And I'm like, Drew, stop doing that, man. Like, That's a lot of intensity <laughs> I got to come in and do that. Yeah, I hate to say because like, Dark and Stormy is actually in our menu here, but really it's just a, uh, yeah, there so, you go, ginger beer. So yeah, like this <laughs> one, for example, <laughs> I do, I, like, we mince a whole case of ginger, then puree it with water, and then we add like 80 cups of brown sugar, Oh my citric acid. Oh God, man. Jalapeno, mint. So I'm, you got to wait three hours for this freaking pot to boil. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's, it's time consuming. So, But it's all well worth it. Flavors are so what much. What kind fun. of a shelf life would you have for that? For that one with that much sugar, the citric acid, I, I mean, we go through it. So we fast. Go, yeah, I give about, I think I make 20 liters of that. It'll, uh, we get about two weeks out of it before it's gone, but it would last easily in close to a month, maybe even more. Yeah, like, as soon as you add more sugar to it, the Yeah, the more it sugar, though, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's amazing. So, uh, yeah, so your roof's going to be there. And so you said, like, it's, it's going to be, like, this black and white kind of theme. It's pretty going to be pretty cool. And uh, also Tiki Central will be there as well. And just let you guys know, if you want any information about Shane and about... Uh, sorry, what is it again? <laughs> the place. Oh, my God. I'm the horticulture. Thank you. <laughs> horticulture. If you want anything about Shane and horticulture, then just basically come to Tiki Central, the booth there. We'll actually have a breakdown about the place and about some of the menu items they actually have there. And, uh, yeah, so anything you want to add there, uh, Shane? Yeah. No, I mean, just come by and check us out at uh, the restaurant. We do happy hour Wednesday through Friday, so all of our food is $6. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's all vegan-based. Um, That's yeah. amazing. I have Special to go there now drinks. myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, you geez. can't be. The portions are huge. Uh, but, yeah, come check us out. That's and awesome. Come say hi, Made with Love. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing nice competition. Awesome. So thank you for coming and being a guest on the show. Well, it's thanks awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah for excellent. sure. Good luck with everything. And good luck thank with the competition. That. Yeah, for sure. We'll see you there. Awesome. We'll see you there, guys. Bye. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? <laughs>